guys are tuning in. Uh, my name is Garen. Got, I'm here with Christian. How you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm super excited for this uh, slate. It's uh, really exciting. Some high scoring games, some fun stuff going on, some interesting changes on some teams. So it's gonna be cool to talk about it and jump on in. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Um, speaking of changes on teams, uh, Mark Ingram's coming back. So uh, how do you think that's going to affect the uh, Saints gameplay? Um, they're going to be better, and it's going to be better for Ingram and Kamara. Um, if you look at the stats uh, from last year, um, when Ingram was in the games, uh, Kamara received about the same touch as he is now. Uh, there's It's a little more with Ingram out, um, but it's nothing crazy, and his stat lines were still insane. Um his receptions were still insane. He was getting things done so effectively. Um, and it's because you have to watch out for Ingram. They do a lot of interesting things with them, having them both out there sometimes. So you get to watch out from all, all aspects. I'm so excited for it. Right. Yeah, I completely agree. The one thing, so I think that from what I'm hearing, a lot of people are going to start falling off of Kamara this week just because they're afraid that um, – Ingram's going to take his touches away, which he's obviously going to take some of them. But you guys listen. Right now, Kamara is averaging 14 carries per game, 68 yards per game. And with that small volume, dude's got five touchdowns, not to mention a, a receiving touchdown. So while everybody else is jumping off of Kamara and maybe going other places, I would not sleep on him even with Ingram coming back because I think his low ownership is going to drop a little bit, but the guy's production speaks for itself. Absolutely. And that's why you want to jump on him right now is because everybody is falling off uh, there. They know Ingram's a good back. They're excited about it as you should be because he is awesome. But just knowing how good he is with Ingram in there, how dynamic it makes the offense and how effective this guy is. I mean, he's a monster. The touches that he's going to be, Ingram will be taking are going to be primarily goal line touches. Um, and the way Ingram gets his work in is that he breaks huge runs as well. So when exactly. he does, when, when he is out there for a, you know, a second and, or first and 10, second and eight or something, he's going to bust a 40 yard run every now and again. And that's where his volume comes in um, and the goal line versus Kamara is still going to be out there catching passes, you know, running wheels. Um, getting to the outside, and he's still going to be killing it. So, exactly. Um, who are who are a couple of pivots that you like off of Camara this week? Um, so, in terms of cash, um, I'm not fully committed to Camara. Um, not because he's not going to score points, but because of his price tag, he's still carrying uh, a premium price tag. Yeah, ninety one hundred for... on Fanduel. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a that's a super high premium price tag, and it's. I don't think his value is going to drop, but I, you know, there's some really good studs for a little cheaper. Um, I really like Melvin Gordon this yep. week. Um, you're going to pay four hundred dollars less, which, you know, it's not make or break, but the Chargers offense looks awesome. The Raiders' defense is horrendous. 
Uh, you had Baker Mayfield go out there last week and dominate them with huge mistakes. And by yep. dominate, I mean score a lot of points, move the ball, right? They would have won that game if it didn't throw or didn't have four turnovers. Um, yeah, there might be some other reasons why they didn't win that game also, but that's for another time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But so th- at the end of the day, Oakland's defense is horrendous. Um, and Melvin Gordon is a monster. He's going to go out there and kick some butt. Um, some other pivots on the cheaper side. I think there's a lot of like uh, free squares this week. Um, TJ Yeldon is a free square. He's $6,500 on FanDuel. He is going to go out there and catch a lot of passes. Um, that game is going to be high scoring, even with the Jaguars defense being strong. The Chiefs offense is just crazy. Patrick Mahomes is a beast. Um, Yeldon's going to get out there and have to catch the ball. To They're going to have to throw, so he's going to have to catch it, right? He's going to bust yeah. some good um, runs because the, Chinks, the Chiefs defense is, I believe, 29th or 30th in their rushing DVOA. Yeah, it's uh, pretty rough. It's horrendous. So at $6,500, you cannot beat him. You can't. And um, right now he's getting a little over five targets a game. Um, dude's averaging almost four receptions. It's, you know, I, I love that play as a, as a free square lock. Yep, absolutely. And I think, too, um, just for the future, if you're playing season long or things like that, I think he's a good target. Uh, right now, you're going to pay a premium for him, but once Fournette starts looking healthy, I think he's a good target because I don't think his passing um, his passing role is going to diminish. And I think with how fragile Fournette is, they're going to start using Yeldon a little more. Um, so I think that's it's a good good thought process. My other one I really like this week, another on the cheaper side uh, because I think you have to pay up in other places this week is that Dion Lewis. Um, he's 5,700 on FanDuel. The dude is the star running back there. Derrick Henry has done absolutely nothing um, with more carries, but Lewis has outgained him on the ground. He's caught way more passes, and they're going up against Buffalo, and Buffalo's given up over 200 rushing yards in the last two games. Right. Or, the, um, good. Good. No, no, no. I, that's it. That was it. I was going to say, Lewis right now, he's – Averaging about 30 yards per game receiving. Um, he hasn't picked up a receiving touchdown yet. He's got one rushing touchdown. But you're absolutely right. For the price that you're paying, for the defense that they're going against, it's, I mean, all systems go as far as a, a cost-saving running back for, for this week. Yeah, absolutely. And the touchdowns are going to come. Touchdowns are one of the hardest things to predict in fantasy. Um, but usually – they're they come in in groups, right? So if a guy is not getting touchdowns, I really do believe that touchdowns come, and then they'll kind of average out over the course of the season. Right, um, guys. We've only we've only been through four games, and he's had some opportunities. He's he's the lead pass catching back, and he's the most more more effective running back. So his, his touchdowns are going to come. Right, absolutely, guys. Listen, do, when you guys are looking at stats and numbers and data. Do not filter anything by touchdowns. You want to look at targets and you want to look at snap share percentage. Deion Lewis right now, he's he's out there for 61% of the snaps. So that tells me he's on the field more than half of the times. And at that price for being on the field 61% of the time, yes, please. 
all the time, especially Absolutely. in this week. Absolutely. And guys, just in case you don't know, uh, this is the Future DFS podcast. One more time, uh, go check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Future DFS. Um, we're going to be revamping our webpage and probably doing an Instagram stuff here shortly. So keep the lookout. I'll keep that on the lookout and uh, we hope to, to see you guys um, following us. Absolutely. Hey, what, what, before we jump to the next topic, I want to go back to something real quick. Um, for season long players, we've talked about Fournette. Guys, if you are 4 and 0 or 3 and 1, if you're leading, start making trades for guys like Fournette because people are falling off of him. They're afraid of his injury. Like Christian said a few minutes ago, um, they're going to use Yeldon Moore to keep Fournette safe in case that, you know, they have to make a run later on in the season. So now's the time to trade for him. Stash him on your bench if you've got the spot. So just wanted to touch on that real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Another guy like that that I would um, tell you to go shoot for is uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, I am an owner of him, and I even got a little spooked, and I like to think that I know some football. So, yep. <laughs> so um, people are going to be willing to give him up, but as I talked to Garen and looked over some things, the dude is going to ball out this year. Um, once he's healthy and figures out this hamstring thing, he's going to do great. Latavius Murray is not as good as he was last year, and he's just not as talented as his back. Um, when he's been given the opportunities to do good things, he's done nothing. So they're going to make a playoff run. They're going to use Dalvin Cook. He's going to be great. He's a great trade target right now. Absolutely. I, I like their offense. I'm not worried about it at all. Um, Switching gears. So what are your thoughts at quarterback this week? What, what do you think we should do? So this week is a locked pay-up quarterback week. Um, there are so many good quarterbacks who are going to do big things that you can't ignore it. Um, starting off with the Atlanta Pittsburgh game that it's got a 57.5 over under that thing is going to be a shootout. Yeah. And the cool thing about that game is that Pittsburgh are actually playing for the playoffs right now. Whoever loses this game is going to be very, very out of the playoff race. Um, obviously things could change because it's still early, but this is kind of their do or die right here. Um, they're not winning games they should. Their defenses are shot. They're both giving up tons of passing yards, tons of running yards. Um, and both offenses are prolific. Uh, I mean, you have some of the best receiving cores on both sides. Uh, Devontae Freeman's probably going to be back for Atlanta. James Conner is killing it over there in Pittsburgh. So Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan. I mean, if, if you try to be cute and fade those guys this week, I think you're going to be in big trouble. Uh, the only other guy that I think is going to have a killer game that you'd be able to fade them for is in the same price range. So it's definitely a pay-up week. Those guys are 8,400 and 8,300 on FanDuel. Uh, the other guy I was referring to is Cam Newton. He's 8,400 on FanDuel. And he's like the best rushing quarterback there is in the league right now. And if you put his rushing yards into running back, he's also one of the top running backs. <laughs> right, yeah. They, could not agree yeah. more on these guys. Yeah, uh, and then uh, and on fantasy, you know, the quarterback running is valued more than a running back running. Um, so take advantage of that. He's going to come out. He's got a safe floor because he's going to run. The Giants' defense is rough. I think they're fifth worst 
on defense right now. Yep. Um, weak against the pass, so he's going to go out there and he's going to do big things. Yeah, and, and of these three quarterbacks that you mentioned, first and foremost, I absolutely love these three quarterbacks. Um, my favorite this week is uh, Big Ben. Uh, I mean, he's got everything working for him this week. We saw last week the uh, Atlanta, they give up points on defense. Um, I also really like the idea of correlating Roethlisberger with Connor because, one, Connor kind of backslid a little bit last week. I really think that had a lot to do with the defense he was playing against. However, in the DFS industry, when somebody has a bad week, you see his ownership drop the next week. So I want to jump all over that. Pittsburgh likes to toss their balls to uh, to their running backs. Um, this week, as far as Roethlisberger is concerned, um, I really like where we've got him projected at. Um, two touchdowns at least. Hey, I think he'll throw for a little over 300 yards. Uh, I, I love this guy this week. Yeah, absolutely. And just agreeing with you, out of those three, he is probably my favorite. He's got Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, I think that says it all there. Yep. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan has Julio Jones, but his other guys are not Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, <laughs> Calvin Ridley is not out there on the field a lot. He's catching a ton of touchdowns, and that's going to stop, right? Uh, you can't catch that many touchdowns unless you're Alvin Kamara. And right. until, Cal- until Ridley proves he's Alvin Kamara, I'm not buying in. Uh, Mohamed Sanu is catching more passes than him. He's out there for more plays. He's getting more yards. And he's not as prolific of an athlete as Juju. Juju is a number one wide receiver. That dude is a monster. Um, and Ben can feed them both. Even in bad games, you saw last week, it wasn't the prettiest game. And Juju got his points. AB got his points. Maybe not to his value, but he's still getting a good enough points where you're safe with him. And that's what you want in cash is just safety. So Ben Roethlisberger is going to kill it. And the wide, Steelers wide receivers are my number one on my receiving list. You've got to plug one of them in there this week. Absolutely. It, it, guys, just because the Steelers aren't having a typical Steelers season right now, make no mistake about it. Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Antonio Brown is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster is the next Antonio Brown. It, I mean, they have all of the right pieces. Um, and this game has all of the goodies that you're going to want. So, yeah, it's a, it's a lock for me with a couple of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Any other quarterbacks you like? Um, if I have to go through and throw some other ones out there. Oh, man. Um, okay, so here's a, here's a, a cheap play because uh, I, I like to – give a little bit of that because it's good to know. Um, Blake Bortles, uh, I know he's not synonymous with star quarterback. He's definitely a game manager. He's coming out a little bit more this year. He's doing a little better. Um, he's a little cheaper. I don't completely trust him for cash just because the other guys are going to outperform just no matter what. But he's more of like a, like a 10-man, 20-man slash GPP play. I think he's safe enough for those and, and wild enough to go with the GPP. Uh, like I said earlier with TJ Eldon, Kansas is going to score points. The Jacksonville defense is amazing, but Kansas City's offense is just as amazing. Um, and he's 
going against a really bad defense in the Chiefs. The Chiefs have to be so amazing on offense because they give it up on defense. I think in every category, they're like bottom three. It's pretty gross. So Um, Bortles is going to have to throw the ball, and he's going to do well. And with Fournette out, he has been known to throw the ball a lot more, obviously, because the star running back's out. So those are the games where he usually puts up more air yards, uh, throws for an extra touchdown, and does great things. One thing I want to talk about is GPP stacks. Um, Talking about Blake Bortles, I love him in GPPs this week, pairing him with Keelan Cole and then running it back with Tyreek Hill. That is one of my favorite stacks this week. My favorite stack is Drew Brees, pairing him with Michael Thomas, and then running it back with Jamison Crowder. Um, That is great right there. And the cool thing about that stack is that people are going to fade Michael Thomas. That is a GPP gold mine right there. Like you said earlier, when people have a bad week – on fantasy they get faded and sometimes they shouldn't yeah michael thomas didn't put up his normal 20 to 30 points i think he put up like eight but that's even more reason for gpp to throw him in there uh he's an amazing receiver he's gonna ball out this week exactly um let's see a couple other guys i really like this week as far as gpp stacks um alex smith I like pairing him with either Jamison Crowder or um, Tom uh, Thompson and then running that back with Michael Thomas just because I think that Alex Smith is going to have to dump it off a lot. He's going to check down a lot. So I think that opens up an opportunity there. Um, and I don't think a lot of people are going to be on Alex Smith this week. Yeah, I think that's a great GPP play. Um I lost it in my notes, but I was looking somewhere and the Saints defense. So the way it works basically is I I believe the Saints defense is great against the run and they're awful against the pass. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. No. So yes, no, it's yeah, that's right. Um, And so Washington's running game is not going to be there. Well, Hey, they don't actually have a running game. Um, Chris Thompson's there, and he is one of the best pass catching backs you can have. So I think I, I love that stack. I think it's sneaky. I think there's great correlation there, and nobody's going to think, "Hey, let's go play Alex Smith and Chris Thompson." Like that's exactly. not what pops into your head this week. So that's going to be a good play, good GPP play there. And while we're talking about GPPs, listen, you guys do not have to get super weird to take down a GPP. Um, I see a lot of guys try to be the smartest guy in the room and find these guys that only their mother has ever heard of. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Get a couple of stacks, you know, a quarterback, a wide receiver, maybe run it back with somebody from the other team to have a game stack. I love stacking a defense with a running back. And the idea there is, is that if I've got, a, the defense that is going to perform well, then by the second half of the game or the fourth quarter, worst case scenario, they're going to be feeding it to their running back. So those are the kind of correlations you have to look for. 
maybe one guy, one or two guys that, you know, the rest of the world isn't all over, but that's really all you have to do. I mean, you build a solid cash lineup first and call that your core and then just kind of tweak it, get a stack in there and you're good to go. You don't have to get super weird. Yeah, absolutely. It's super important to remember. Um, and we've all gone through it, especially when you first start playing DFS, you, you try to be the smartest guy, you try to get cute. And once you get cute, I mean, your lineup just fails. You've got to have points to take down GPP. You've got to be the highest scoring person. And that comes with some correlations, like you said, in stacks. And it comes by still having a very solid core. Um, it's finding the one or two or maybe three in a crazy situation, uh, flyers or deeper guys who are going to blow up. But other than that, your core has to hit and they have to do great. So, yeah, don't don't get too crazy. Um, some cool correlations I like, like you said, defense to running back is amazing. I really like Tennessee Titans as a cheaper defense this week. Um, they're playing the bills. Again, the bills are rough. Uh, Josh Allen, he's a great quarterback, but he's a rookie. He's in his first year. He's going to make mistakes. Uh, and the Titans are really coming together now. They started off uh, and you watch them and they're winning games. And you're like, how are they winning games? They're playing awfully. Um, they're making mistakes. They don't look good. Um, and then you watch them last week and you're like, oh, they're winning games because they're a really talented team who was just figuring things out. Um, I think they're coming together now. Um, and then like we talked about Deion Lewis, I mean, he, that's your correlation. There's your defense running back. The guy's going to catch passes and do work. And they're, that's, that's, that's going to put you at less, uh, barely over $9,000 for two players on your roster already. That's huge. Right. So, couple other things that I want to jump to before we uh, sign off here. What, who, who, let's talk about a couple of guys who we think a lot of people might be gravitating towards that we want to kind of tell them, no, you don't necessarily want to go there. Um, and for me, the first guy that comes to my mind is Kiki Kuti. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying that guy's name exactly right, but unless we hear that Will Fuller is not playing, I am 100% off of this guy. He, he just – I don't think he's going to get the targets if Will Fuller's playing. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, he, he's, he's a good running – he's a good receiver, excuse me. Um, he actually just got put on the injury report today with a hamstring. Um, <laughs> I feel like everybody in Texas has a pulled hamstring because they're so fast and talented. They can't, their hamstrings right. can't keep up with their talent. Um, and Fuller is gravitating towards being a play now. So I think in a season long format, uh, Kiki seeks, I'm not going to try to mess that name up is a good stash, but he, he should only be played if Fuller is out. If Fuller's yeah. out, yeah, jump on it. But if not, there's, there's no sense. Any other players, uh, you think people need to stay away from this week? People will be gravitating towards... All right, so uh, another thing in uh, NFL, DFS, not just NFL, DFS, all DFS, is people like to chase points. Um, last week, uh, the Giants were in an amazing position uh, with Shepard and OBJ and Saquon to go out and do big things. Um, I think people are going to try to be cute this week and play Shepard again, um, but he's going against the Carolina defense, who is actually – on my list for good defenses that I don't mind playing this week. Mm -hmm. 
they're a solid defense. Um, they are good, and they're gonna they're gonna inhibit the ability for them to to move the ball as much as they did last week. And actually, if you watch last week, they didn't do as good of a job as the entire industry projected. So you're really chasing points. What people do is they look at the last number, they click the person's icon, they see last game, and they're like, oh. Yeah, he's a lock. Look what he did last game, right? But they don't take into consideration what happened in that game, what should have happened in that game, and what's happening in this next game. So um, I'm staying away from uh, the Giants pass catchers, even though they're super talented. I I don't want to go that route. Yep. Uh, The only Giants pass catcher that I would even kind of sniff this week is is Sterling Shepard. He's going to be covered by Captain Munderland. And quarterbacks that are throwing against Captain Munderland, they have a 105 uh, quarterback rating. So I don't hate the idea of using Shepard, but yeah, for the most part, I'm completely off of that team this week. Yeah, I, I would. I, I mean, if you're going to play him, uh, I mean, that's great information. If you're going to play him, I think it's more of a GPP play. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely in cash. You want to, you want a lot more safety. And I just don't think Eli Manning is who he used to be. Um, just based on what he showed me last week against the Saints, he should have put up like 40 points. And yeah. they just, they just really struggled against a defense that's very bad. Um, now they're going against a defense that's very good. And there's a pass rush. And it's, I mean, it's a well, it's a talented team. So I think it's going to be hard. Completely agree. So before we wrap things up, um, let's go ahead and kind of show people the power of FutureCast. We're going to take a couple of plays. We're going to run it through FutureCast. We'll, we'll toss this cash lineup out there. Um, and then you guys can kind of see what this thing's capable of. And then again, just go to facebook.com slash future DFS. Get signed up today, guys. Um, that way you've got future cast at your fingertips, all of our notes and our tools and everything else that we offer, including our 24-7 Slack chat. Uh, guys, I'm telling you what, we have been at this for a while, and we are literally killing it every single day. So facebook.com slash future DFS. Let's go ahead and uh, – so when you're using FutureCast and you're building the cash game, how do you like to start? Um, so I like to start by locking in, um, one or two of our free squares, uh, through our notes and through the podcast, we'll provide some guys who are just, I mean, they're, they're the safest plays in cash. They're the guys you have to play. You take that free square, you, uh, keep your salary low with those guys and then you get a stack in the studs. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, you go through, you pick one or two of those locks and then you go through and you pick the guys you like, um, you know, and future cast is brilliant and we'll go through and like uh, perfect that cash lineup for you, um, you know, by liking and loving some guys. Uh, so I think our biggest lock of the week, um, hands down, it's going to be TJ Yeldon. I think okay. he's the guy you, you just, you just, you click TJ Yeldon and you move on with your lives. Right. Could not agree more. Um, so I like to get a defense in early. Um, you mentioned Carolina. How do you how do you feel about Carolina for for a cash game defense? Yeah, so um, 
for the defenses, what I would do for a future cast is I'd probably like and love maybe two or three defenses. Yep. Yeah, I, I very, very rarely ever click lock on a defense. And, guys, when you do get signed up, and I'll, we'll, we'll go over this when we're in chat, but <clears throat> FutureCast has a beautiful algorithm. So you don't want to do a whole lot to it. You, you know, give it a couple of tweaks, maybe a lock or two, a couple of likes, and then just let her do her thing. Um, but I like Carolina's defense enough to where I at least want to click like on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my likes this week, my likes and loves this week, probably are going to be Carolina for sure. Um, the Rams, I think you got to like them just because they're amazing. They are the highest price defense, which you don't always have to gravitate towards. Um, but future cast will tell you if you could fit them in this week or not. Yeah. Um, and then on the little cheaper side, not getting too crazy, but I love the Baltimore Ravens this week. Um, they're, they're, they're a team that you watch or you, you actually, I misspoke. They're a team that you hear about and you're like, yeah, they're all right. I mean, you know, they're the Ravens. Their defense is good. Yeah. And then you go watch them. You watch them play football right now. These guys are going to make a run in the playoffs. Um, their defense is sound. Flacco is playing like he's a Super Bowl quarterback again because you got young Lamar Jackson back there putting some pressure on him to – to ball out or he's going to get replaced there. Uh, yeah, I really, love really reminded me of the chiefs from how the chiefs were last year. Um, you know, the way Alex Smith played when he had Mahomes chomping at the bit. Um, I've seen a lot of similarities there. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think overall as a team they're they might make a run this year. Uh, but for this week uh, as a defense, we all know they're amazing. Uh, they're at Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's going to have a good year this year. I think they win, you know, six games at least. They've already won one, which is huge for them in two years, right? But they're not winning against Baltimore. Um, Baker Mayfield, he is an amazing, accurate quarterback. He's got a heater, man. But he's he's young. He's a, he's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Um, they're going to get pressure on him. You saw when he had pressure last week that he kind of did some crazy things. Um, he, he's very confident. So he he'll throw that ball, whether it should be or not. And the Ravens are just more experienced. They're going to, they're going to eat that up. And at $4,200 compared to 4,700 for the Rams. I think that's a, that's a like or a love right there. Yep. Absolutely. Um, before, before we run this, is there, so we've got Yeldon lock talked about a couple defenses that we like. Um, is there any other guy you want to lock in? Um, I don't know about Locke, but you definitely have to go in there and you have to love both Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I think you're going to have to have one of those Steelers wide receivers in the game. Absolutely. Um, my preference is Juju. He's $8,000 compared to 9000 for Antonio Brown. And let's be honest, Antonio Brown is going to catch double coverages. That's just what's going to happen. He is the man. And Juju has been taking advantage of that. What I think is going to happen is you're going to get to week six or seven and they're going to start having to guard a little more towards Juju because he's going to have been doing the most. And then Antonio Brown is going to get his. He's going to go back to being that number one wide receiver. Right. So <clears throat> let's go ahead and I'm going to run this. It takes a couple of minutes for it to do all of its calculations. So while we're waiting, 
Uh, guys, we don't just do football. We cover basketball. We had a really, really good year last year with basketball. A um, couple really big winners, especially towards the end of the season. Um, we do hockey. That just started up. Uh, baseball, we had a fantastic season. So I, we are a one-stop shop for all of your DFS needs. We touch on uh, season long. We released our uh, ADP projections and kind of, you know, told guys, hey, if you're in your draft, hop on chat. We'll be here to help you guys out uh, as you're making your picks. So uh, um, <laughs> it, we're uh, a one-stop shop for all of your fantasy needs. So, again, facebook.com slash future DFS. Uh, like we mentioned at the top of the pod, uh, we're going to be doing some revamping to our site. Um, so, Come check us out. Get on board. If you're interested, uh, let us know. We can toss out a, uh, a promo code. You check us out for $10 for your first month. But, yeah, just check us out. All right, so here's what it came back with. Uh, you mentioned Blake Bortles. And yeah. Futurecast, Futurecast really likes Blake Bortles. Boom. Um, at running back... I love both of these options this week. Uh, it gave us Todd Gurley and Christian McCaffrey. And I love both those guys. You guys remember we were talking about Carolina's defense, and I told you if the defense is going to do its job, then you want a running back uh, from that same team. So it gives you Christian McCaffrey. Um we loved both Brown and Juju, and Futurecast loved Juju a little bit more. It put him in there. The other two wide receivers it gave us was Corey Davis and Tyler Boyd. What are your thoughts on those two guys popping up in Futurecast? Um, I actually like that. Uh, Tyler Boyd is one of my uh, top receivers in my notes this week. Uh, he's at a great pace. Andy Dalton is doing great. Uh, slot receivers are amazing in cash games because they catch the ball, right. right? And they usually get some big yards. So I love Tyler Boyd. I think Corey Davis is a great play as well. Um, there's nothing wrong with him. I think his value is going to – or he's, his uh, um, ownership is going to be very high because you saw what he did last week. I don't think he's going to repeat that, but no. I think for his price, he's a super safe play. I'll tell you what. Last week, Futurecast tried to tell me to play Corey Davis – and I was like, no, future cast, I don't want to play Corey Davis. So I, I X'd him out, and I really wish I would have listened to future cast. <laughs> yeah, future cast is brilliant. Whatever goes on in those algorithms and the computer brain of it, I mean, she just turns out amazing lineups every week. And she catches people that, you know, you might not catch, and then they come up and they blow it up. Right. So absolutely, I love the plays. At tight end, uh, Vance McDonald. He's been doing big boy things, you know? Oh, my gosh. I just want to see him stiff arm again. Right. That was that was incredible. Uh, and, again, uh, Futurecast is a brilliant thing. That is actually one of my top tight ends on my cash game notes as well. So, And uh, at Flex, obviously we locked in TJ Yeldon. That's where he's at. And it rounds it out with our defense putting Tennessee Titans in there. I love it. I think it's a great, great uh, lineup. Yep. 
So there you go, guys. There's your free lineup. Go plug that in, run a little ladder, win some cash. There you go. Any anything else you want to drop on our listeners? Um, just subscribe. Uh, check us out at facebook.com/futuredfs. And if you don't do Facebook, which some people don't, I would go check out Twitter. Um, our handle is at futuredfs. Um, shoot us a like, follow us, send us a message. We'll shoot you a promo code. We want to get you guys in here and uh, getting the best of the best when it comes to DFS for all sports. Absolutely. Guys, thank you for tuning in and listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Um, and if you want more of what we've got to offer, again, facebook.com slash future DFS, get signed up 24 seven chat. We're always here to help. Um, until then, we'll see you guys next week. Christian, have a good one, man. Thanks. You too, man. Take care. See you guys. Yep.